Greetings, my friend. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. You are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. Welcome to episode 288 of the AFTN podcast. I have been denied membership from the Optimist Union. I am Joe DC. I am joined by the Yao Ming of Langley, Nicholas Ruprecht. Greetings. <laughs> um, for those who don't know, Nick is quite tall. Opening question, Nick. Let's break the ice nice and early. If you could select a handful of white cats to star in a famous movie, which players and what movie would it be? Ah. Uh. I went with Die Hard, mm, classic, classic Christmas movie. Um. We won't get into we won't get into the Christmas movie debate, but okay, yeah. Um, I said Waston could be John McClane, of course, and uh, curling his toes up on the carpet early in the movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, I think you know I've heard Felipe is a master of dark arts, so I think he could be Hans Gruber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> who would be his henchman on the team? Who is henchman? Maybe Efren Juarez. Yeah, <laughs> oh, he should be Hans Gruber, really. Maybe. When you think about Maybe. it, or Reina could be in there as well. Maybe Reina. Yeah. Um, the question is a fun question, but I all I came up with was Kai Kamara and Alfonso Davies as the two main guys and the other guys mm-hmm. um, with Will Ferrell and uh, what's his name. This isn't a movie podcast, so we won't dwell on it too long. He's in uh, he's in a lot of movies. He's, he's a good actor. Marky Mark. Yes, there you go. Marky uh, Mark. Yeah, Will Farrell and Marky Mark. Because, you know, they seem to have a lot of fun together. They goof around, they dance, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of a goofy, goofy movie, movie, is it? Yeah. yeah. And it'll make the White Caps fans... the job done. They do. And it'll make the White Caps fans feel a lot better about goings-on. You know, just light-hearted, mm-hmm. joking around. Yeah. All right, let's go to part one of the show. It's Complete the Sentences. Um, Nick, the Caps will finish blank the playoff line uh below yeah i'm gonna go below as well and we'll get into that later we have a we have reasons for that blank will finish the season as the white caps top scorer kamara okay i'll go davies i I think kamara has a commanding lead he has like four goals over davies yeah but davies is like on fire (laughs) like there's no player more in form kamara has nine tachera has six and davies has five so, Brexhe has three, just saying. The manager of the Whitecaps next season will be... Ooh, yeah. So, I was, you know, how about, you know, I'm going out there. Maybe Tony Pulis. Would be oh, <laughs> that would be all my dreams come true. Just for the, just for the lols. Not uh, Owen Coyle or... Well, I looked up who else is available. Gus... Uh... Gus Poye. No, uh, Hiddink. Hiddink. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think Gus Poye is a lot more likely than yeah. Gus <laughs> Um, who else is out there? Roy Keane, assistant manager to the Irish National, of course. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Is Whitecap, is Vancouver the most desirable destination? I'll go with Kyle Robinson as my answer. I don't think it'll change. Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it is riding on, if he gets in the playoffs. Yeah, that's his job safe. Then his job is safe. But I think the mood if around he, the club if is. If he wins the Canadian championship and doesn't get into the playoffs, I still think his job is safe. It would depend on how the mood around the team is, though. Yeah. Because the, the ownership have paid more attention to that this season more than other seasons. I don't know. It's not really up to us to decide. I, I think if, you, if he can get a, a trophy, he can at least point yeah. to some success. No, absolutely. Know. Absolutely. But that's in no way a guarantee. Either. Yeah, that's um, true. We'll talk a little bit about the Canadian Championship as well, uh, probably next week, because 
or they'll, they'll talk about it on the show on Sunday probably. Mm-hmm. Um, and this game that we're going to talk about now is kind of a, just a inconvenience in the way <laughs> of that trophy waiting for us, even though it's a two-legged final, which I really don't enjoy. Speaking of managers, New York City FC. Uh, very narrow field, first thing that comes to mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it, the game is in Yankee Stadium, which mm-hmm. still sounds weird. Patrick Vieira has gone off to Nice. Yeah. It's not a bad job for him, really. No. Um, like, like, probably the best job an MLS manager could hope for. Well. You're yeah. not going to walk into City. Like, nice, well, nice were in the Champions League playoffs last yeah. season. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, it's a good job. Like, Balotelli is not with them anymore, but that's the kind of caliber of player they had. Yeah. Um, nice just sold Seri to Fulham. He's like one of the most sought after sought after prospects in Europe. Dominic Torrent. Torrent? Torrent? <laughs> what are we going to go with? <laughs> Let's go Torrent. Torrent. Yeah. <laughs> he's Spanish, but his name sounds French, um, is the issue. Um, he's won four of, four of the last five games. The game that they lost was last week, though. Yeah. So, pretty good transition. He was assistant to Pep Guardiola yeah. um, in Manchester City. I think he's not come in and blown up the whole system that was in place, though. No. So. And Vieira, to be fair to him, had a good... Yeah, system. play out the back, pass a lot. Easier to play out the back when your field is half so the small, width yeah. of, the, of another team's field. Although other teams, you can take advantage of that. Yeah, if you're, if but they'll be more adept to it because they play in it so often. Yeah. Um, it like. I'm just thinking back to that playoff game against GFC where yeah. they pressed them pretty well yeah. and then made turnovers happen in bad places. Yeah. Seems to have a good atmosphere in the stadium as well. I think the goal, even though it's a like weirdly yeah, shaped stadium, yeah, but like it's so, good. so if yeah. you the, the way the camera looks, right? Um, the the um, coaching bench is on the far side, so mm-hmm. like it's not like some stadiums where, like for example, BC Place, where the coaches are on the near side. So first of all, you can see all the coaches doing their thing, which I like personally because it's those details that really make me enjoy the game, right? And then to count the, all the touches the that Patrick Vieira does, yeah, <laughs> Robo's scorpion kick count will be off the charts. Um, but then on the right side of the field, there's that little, like, kind of a little slope up, you know. In, all, in my mind, that's where David Villa scores all of his goals. There's fans right there, right? Yeah. Um, it, that was the side where um, David Villa scored that goal off the corner against the Whitecaps when Matias Laba was being manhandled. Mm-hmm. That's the side of the goal I'm talking about. Then yeah. on the other side, there's this little wall, because, like, the, it's, I guess it's the home run wall oh, in baseball. Yeah. And then there's, like, a big bunch of fans on that side, too, so... They did pick a good part of the stadium to do it, but still, it doesn't look it doesn't look natural. Well, it's a baseball field. It's true, and like, like to think is. that there's like Miami, the Miami FC or whatever David Beckham's team is called, I think had such a hard time getting a, a, a team approved because they didn't have a stadium, and New York are playing in this bastardized version of a That's football stadium because what Don Garber wants Don Garber <laughs> it's true okay it's true. Like, don't speak too much Nick. <laughs> we don't, we don't want to get cancelled anyway back to the on the field product New York City FC second in the east uh, four points behind Atlanta with the game in hand it's Pre- a good position pretty much where we expected them to be right yeah I, I think that's a good position for them they are, have a very deep squad yeah all their acquisitions are good Mm -hmm. they're getting homegrown talent now coming through as well yeah so yeah i think they're going to be definitely one of the teams coming out of the east i think oh yeah i don't think that's doubt i think it's a matter of who makes it between atlanta and uh new york yeah well one of the new york teams yeah yeah the red bulls too but uh they've had a coaching change and that hasn't been hasn't been too smooth either well, this one has been smooth. This one's been very smooth, yeah. I would say. Yeah. I mean, they just have a system, a structure in place, and mm-hmm. you coach the... It's almost yeah. coach, the, coach, coach to that, right? Yeah. Um, David Villa, MLS All-Star, is injured, and even if he was fit because of that stupid if-you-miss-the-All-Star-game rule, you can't play in the next game, mm-hmm. uh, he won't be featuring at all. Yeah. But uh, he hasn't. he's been injured for the last few games. It's, that's, it's worth saying that. And it's been uh, Burgett up front, who's yeah. been playing pretty well, to be fair yeah. to him. I mean, he brings a different style, obviously. Than a bit more physical. Yeah, yeah, more target man Which aerials. In a weird good. way, is better for the Whitecaps. Um, if he's not, like... If David Villa is in there, to well, yeah, like, be magical. If, if I had to pick... Uh, like, we won't have Boston for this game. We'll have probably Henry and Aha, unless there's some serious rotation mm-hmm. um, that we really, really 
don't expect like if if I had to pick the type of player that I'd like to see uh, like could, like against those two players it would be a target man because that's one aspect that those two defenders are not very weak at you know yeah. if it was Daudvia doing those you know jinky runs yeah on the shoulder of the last defender mm-hmm. then then we'd really be in ch- trouble but yeah Burgett has four goals an assist like not setting the very good aerially I think yeah. he has like four headers one per 90 minute okay. per game yeah that's so. very that's decent moving on uh they're playing a 4-2-3-1 kind mm-hmm. of like minnesota last week but just a better version well of it. i think their fullbacks push up way more than minnesota's you're that's... saying someone who has manchester city's coaching <laughs> philosophy has high fullbacks <laughs> weird <laughs> no yeah. that's a big part of the game well it helps in possession right yeah it just gives that extra outlet to go forward mm-hmm. and that would be uh tinnerholm and ben sweat most yeah. likely both uh it's tinnerholm as well he's, he's been getting goals yeah so well if you're a manchester city fullback odds are you're, <laughs> you're, you're in the box half the time right yeah. like well <laughs> that's how far how far we like them forward yeah um i think that kind of this is a, more, a wider point but you know when your fullbacks overlap to such a degree that your winger is just free to do whatever he wants right mm-hmm. That's really an underrated kind of a quality because, sure, they have to cover a little bit, but, you know, once the fullback overlaps, usually that takes a defender away. Mm-hmm. And you, you're attacking against one less defender, and you can cut in, you can go wide, you can play with the fullback mm-hmm. again, you can go back to the midfield. Mm-hmm. Like, it, Well, I think that it gives, like you're pointing out, it gives a lot of options, Yeah. right? And the question is, how intelligent then are your wingers? In MLS, no, no, I won't go there. Rodney Wallace, um, the, in the most common iteration of their team, it's Rodney Wallace on the left wing and uh, Medina on the right wing. Medina who's having a really good yes. season. But the person to be careful of is Morales in the number 10 role, who is, like, it uh, racing-wise, having, is the best player um, on their team so far. Yeah. His stats also speak for themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. themselves. Eight goals and seven assists. That is scary. Yeah, that's and he's the playmaker. So, yeah. but can we draw any parallels between last week's game and this week's game? We were uh, number ten that we're terrified of. Yeah, with decent and he players around, roams him. around as well too. Yeah. Yeah. So it's not like they're they're that dissimilar. Yeah. So just to jump to the Whitecaps for a second, what can the Whitecaps do that they did last week to help them succeed? I know it's a completely different game because it's away from home. The field size comes into yeah, it, that kind of I, stuff. Yeah, because they're away from home. I don't see them being as aggressive yeah. as trying to win the, you know, it'll shut a, him down. It'll be a lot more park the bus, but I think you'd be stupid not to have a plan to deal with him. Yeah. I mean, do you think they're going to maybe add in a, like, I liked what they did in the first half where Gazelle and Tyber, Tyber were yeah. sitting very deep. Yeah. Um, almost waiting for Contero to get the ball before kind of. Yeah, doing their next thing. More react. It was a little bit reactive. Yeah, we're kind of we're going into Whitecaps a little bit, but the one thing we'll say just to finish this off for now until we get to the next section is that we have to consider that there's a big game coming up next week as well. Yeah. So, so who's going to get yeah, rotated exactly. in, rotated and, out? You know, uh, quite often we get caught up in squad rotation things like that. There is a aspect to a coach's job that if a coach is doing his job properly, he can tell a replacement player to do the same role as so you know so. someone else right yeah. um you know to limit its success but mm-hmm. you know in theory it should it should work new york are not new york have had a good last five games but the their most recent game was a 3-0 loss to seattle and was that was pretty 3-1 it was 3-1 sorry and yeah that was it was pretty emphatic and but i think that was because they rotated themselves nycfc Mm-hmm. Because that was a trip out to yeah, but Morales was playing, Medina was playing, Bridget was playing. Didn't have ring, and they yes. also rotated a number of their back line. Yes, as yes. well. Uh, Tinnerholm and Sweat were playing, but there's two center backs were, were rotated. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think Ring is in the All Star game as well. I I saw that somewhere. If I hope that's correct. But uh, so like, do you play a player after the All Star game? Does it count as a a rest? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I mean, for example, it depends on how long they play. Yeah. If they play for a half. Like, do we play Davies this weekend would be a big question. Let's get to that later. We're jumping way too much into the Whitecaps chat. Um, let's talk a little bit more about their back line. Um, ben Sweat is a, Very good, good. a good left Very back. Good. Yeah. 
Um, I he was he's been I, this is all off the top of my head, but he's been there for a couple of seasons, and yeah. he, he was a little bit uh, shaky at the start. I remember a couple of giveaways that he did. Um, none of them led to like big goals or anything, as far as I can remember. But he's grown into a that you know, possession-based fullback. Yeah, you you could have a discussion of him being top five fullbacks in the league. Like, yeah, he, he would be in there, right? Yeah, I would say he would be maybe more of an under the radar choice. Yeah, because he's not. I'm I'm all about the hipsters' choices. <laughs> <laughs> it's all those tight pants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, you should see the pants I'm wearing. I'm just kidding. Uh, Holm is on the other flank. Another. And he's got four goals. Yeah. Right. So, another person to be careful of. They have Chano and Kellens in the in the center, mm-hmm. and but like we said last game, they played um, completely different center back pairing. But I would imagine they're going to play their main center back pairing. Yeah, I'm. But I'm quite wary of the fact that other teams don't think Vancouver are very good. So I wouldn't be surprised if there was rotation either. Yeah. Yeah. But one thing for sure is that you can expect the same system, no matter what they, team is playing. Yeah. I think maybe in the league. It's those top three teams in the in the East that you can say have a system that you know day to day that they will play. Actually, actually, New York Red Bulls did a big switch last game, and it, I think it really worked out for them. But like they they changed their formation mm-hmm. like completely, or was it the other way around? I forget. But, uh, but then, like those teams are have those teams have identities that yeah. they stick with. Yeah, they have three players on eight goals. So they have Morales, they have Tajuri Sadri. And David Villa, who's been injured and still manages to have eight goals. Mm-hmm. And you contrast that with the Whitecaps, and it's just Kamara up there yeah. with a bunch of goals and like with nine goals. But, but again, Tichera on six. I think that does speak a little bit as well to the systems that each of them are playing. Yeah. Like the Whitecaps play versus... with a target man, yeah. throwing a lot of crosses to the tall guy. Yeah. Hopefully the tall guy wins them, right? <laughs> Kamara does his fair share of aerial, and, aerial wins. And then, but then with NYCFC, I mean, they're playing more possession-based, and they like to get out. Even though their pitch is small, they still use the wingers a lot yeah. in, in possession and in goals, right? <clears throat> yeah. Trying to get forward. So I don't necessarily would, I wouldn't necessarily say that that's a, it's a dangerous thing, yes, but mm-hmm. we just have to be, a, the Whitecaps just have to be aware that, Danger can come from any player. I mean, like you said, David Villa obviously isn't uh, available. Available. I mean, that limits more of their attacking options of how they're going to proceed. Yeah. But they still have... I mean, Medina uh, has set up assists, you know. And yeah. He has four assists or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition to his five goals. So it's not just that... It was just a balanced attack. Yeah, kind of. like... It's more like if you shut down one option because of how they play and how they're more about, you know, possessing the ball and then switching it, perhaps, you know. Yeah, yeah. Then it, it's kind of like pick your poison mm-hmm. in a certain sense. Yeah, we haven't even mentioned uh, Yang Hill Herrera, who is also a fantastic player who mm-hmm. who gets in amongst it. Um, and they're... Like you said, the depth, right? Yeah, and, and even their homegrown Jonathan Lewis... Oh, I haven't seen him. What's he like? He has two assists okay. this season already. All right. I mean, he's like a lesser version of Davies. Perhaps you could... Do not take Davies. <laughs> Actually, the one player that we haven't mentioned at all who will definitely score against the Whitecaps is Tommy McNamara. <laughs> the magnificent mullet himself. He's, yeah, I mean, he's... But he's... Chivas USA Hall of Famer. He really got pushed down the death chart, though. Yeah, yeah. Like... Didn't Patrick Mullins play for New York for a bit? And it was Patrick Mullins and um, McNamara on like each flank. Those were different days for New York. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, do you think they're cup contenders? Like, where would you rank them among the favorites? I would favorites? definitely say they're. They would be one of my favorites because one, two, or three. I would say maybe I would say two. Okay. Behind, right now. behind Atlanta. Yeah, I'd say Atlanta was definitely the. Yeah, my favorite choice. I'd go um, with that, unless unless um, well, the Red Bulls have a late surge. Yeah, I think the reason is like we've talked about. They have good balance. Mm-hmm. They have a style. So even if people get injured, someone can come. Someone in. can come in. Yeah, and there's a lot of players that have scored a lot of goals. 
-hmm. So you're not always, you're not, they're not reliant as much as they were, I think, perhaps in previous yeah. seasons on David Villa the, the to, one thing, to do all the heavy lifting yeah, and do the work. The one thing, though, is, and this is more wishful thinking than anything else, that whole um, At Atlanta uh, Barco drama thing, mm -hmm. like, if that kind of is allowed to rot, which I don't think Tata Martino will let it, that happen, that, that's a potential for some fireworks, mm -hmm. which I would love to see, to be honest. Uh, yeah. So we talked about the style a little bit for New York. But mm -hmm. generally speaking, what are we, we're expecting New York to have most of the ball. Yeah. And without David Villa, they'll be possibly a bit more direct with their crossing. Yeah, I, I, I could see that. Mm -hmm. I mean, I would expect the Whitecaps, you know, it's a long road game. Yeah. Um, then there's and Whitecaps then there's are a, back to then BC Place for the midweek game. Yeah. And then they're off to Seattle. So I don't really expect to see like a lot of energetic no. pressing going yeah. around. <laughs> or sorry, they're off to Portland, my mistake. Um, they're the same. I'm just kidding. Yeah, it's this game is going to be tough. And I wouldn't be surprised if we saw some rotation with those two games coming up. Like if you had to pick a game to win between... New York and Portland, it would be the Portland game. Portland game, yeah. I think Portland is A, more winnable. There's also the Cascadia Cup yeah. stuff on the line. And we're in the same conference, and so we need to get points off people in our conference. conference. Yeah, I mean, if you can get a tie, great in yeah. this game. Well, like if, if Portland and Vancouver both win this week or lose this week, if they have the same result this week, that next game... Like, if the Caps win the game against Portland, they'll be within two points of Portland. Mm -hmm. Even though Portland have, like, three games in hand. Um, it's just psychologically at this stage of the season, it really starts to play a part. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, that's our NYCFC preview. Before we go to this week's game, it's not a uh, choose-your-own-adventure this week. Didn't have time because I was holding the baby so much. But we've had some, very, some questions from uh, some of the listeners. Mm -hmm. So, let's get to those. First one comes from uh, AFTN Big Boss, Michael McCall. Mm -hmm. Um... What breed of dog would you assign to various Whitecaps players? What breed? <laughs> yeah, he's a very, he's a very big uh, dog man. Dog guy. Yeah. Hmm. I guess you know, Waston. I would say would definitely be like a a German Shepherd mm -hmm. kind of. Reina would be a pit bull, or Juarez would be a pit bull. Juarez, I don't know. He would be Reina a would rabid be a... dog of <laughs> yeah. some kind. <laughs> Reina would be a Chihuahua or something. <laughs> What Breck Shaby? Golden Retriever. Of Golden course. Retriever? Yeah. Well, Golden Retrievers are good dogs. Majestic. <laughs> yeah. Good dogs. Breck Shea has his moments. Had his moments, I should say. <laughs> Those um, were early in the season, I think. Alfonso Davies. Alfonso Davies is like that young pup. Yeah. <laughs> but who's actually that... vicious. Yeah. I think we've answered that question quite well. <laughs> um, Ryan McLeod. Now, um, now, this is a question more for me. Now that I'm a parent, which member of the AFTN crew would be your favorite child? Um, I've only been a parent for three weeks, but it's the bond between a child and his son is what's so important. That's why I am picking... No, not you, Nick. <laughs> Chris said I should pick you so that you can um, clean second-story windows. Oh, okay. Lots yeah. of height jokes. I, that is that is useful. Yeah, I really don't know who to pick. Um, <laughs> you can just choose the, like... Classic parent cop out answer. Oh, I love. All I love of you. you all equally. equally. That's what or, I'm some, go or for. something like that. I yeah. love you all. Yeah, let's go. Let's go with that one. Chris, Chris Cargan, at Salish C eighty eight eighty six. Um, which white cap will be the next to be suspended and why? Oh, that's a good question. War? <laughs> no. <laughs> War. Well, he's, no. He's still suspended. He's still suspended. Yeah. So I. And Watson is suspended too. Yeah, I would hope that um, maybe Henry. Might get suspended due to yellow card, maybe eventually. I'm not sure what his yellow card situation is at. I'm gonna um, go with Carl Robinson. He's finally gonna lose it. He's, he's gonna just like or Martin take Kirk. it out on the ref and maybe. <laughs> but what, yeah, I, what do I would, have to do in MLS to get a, a touchline ban for a coach? Like in other leagues, it seems to happen quite easily. But I don't think Robbo's ever been. Um, no, he, I know Adrian Heath might have because he really does go nuts. It's Adrian Heat. <laughs> yeah. No, but I think I think hopefully the discipline situation is a little bit yeah. better and people have their heads The focus is definitely screwed on, on yeah. properly. And the players know that the fans are zeroing in on this as an issue. Yeah. You know? Well, because it's 
pretty clearly an issue. Well, yeah, I think 37 yellows and, and seven, seven reds red it speaks for itself, really. Yeah. Uh, which is terrible. Okay, let's go to this week's game, Nick. Mm-hmm. Um, very simple game. Okay. I'm going to say some key stats for the Whitecaps. Oh, boy. You have to guess them. Okay. And we'll see what the, like, what, what you think, how yeah. close you get will be. There. Okay. First of all, how many goals per game do the Whitecaps have this season? How many goals per game? Hmm. I would guess, like, 2.6? 1.5. Okay. Yeah, it's worse than you thought. <laughs> Average possession. It's, it's all because of those recent games where they... Where they blanked, one. yeah. Um, goal, uh, sorry, average possession. Average possession, probably like 51%. 45. 45, yeah. wow. Pass accuracy? Pass accuracy, uh, 73%. 79 Okay. Yeah. Shots per game. This one might surprise you. Um, shots per game. This is on target or just shots? I'm going to guess both on and off target based on okay. the number. Then maybe like 16.5. 12. Not too bad. Um, tackles per game. Tackles per game? Mm, total tackles? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, maybe like 25, 30? 17. <laughs> Drib- dribbles per game. Dribbles per game? Yeah. Um, I would imagine like over half of those are Davies, from Davies yeah. himself. <laughs> he would be right. So probably like 13? 12. 12.2. <laughs> okay. uh, second last one. How many aerials won per game? Aerials won? Yeah. Total, like just the total, total number? Yeah. yeah. Um, oof. Uh, Maybe, <laughs> including defense, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to go maybe like 20, 25? 16. Okay. And uh, average rating for all players across all games? Uh, 6.4? 6.69. So okay. roughly 6.7. Well, not too bad. You were close to the few. But this is a shot in the dark, basically. Um, within, now if that I'm within five percent, I'll be happy. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our that's our rule for the prediction game. So let's go to Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Well, we're in Vancouver, Richmond, really. Yeah. How how is your Davies farewell tour going so far? Well, that was a, a pretty good, I guess. <laughs> yeah, like, it's pretty exciting so far. Yeah. Do you think Caps Caps fans will get kind of cynical about it? Like the the organization have been marketing the crap out of the whole Davies thing, and fair enough, you know, like he they've done a good job with this player and they're reaping yeah. the benefits. But like in a month from now, we're going to be like, Ugh. it feels though what it is, is it's kind of like, we can't, we don't know if we're going to make the playoffs. So we're mm. going to sell this. Yeah. Um, if the results start going bad, then I can really see this back getting like, sour. Yeah. What is it? Yeah. Yeah. But I, he deserves like the send off in a way. Yeah, that's true. I, I would agree. Um, because he's been the main creative force for the club for this season. So there's no argument from that. Some Somehow the word main creative source doesn't do justice how much we rely on him. <laughs> no. He, he really is no, the only creative source at times. Although Reyna looks like he's hitting some form. Yeah. That goal That goal was... First goal was very nice. Arguably better than Davies' goals. I'll, I'm going to put that out there. He, he Hot take? Yeah. He beat, he beat four <laughs> players. Yeah. And then nice... Between the legs finish. Yeah. Um, into the bottom corner. Yeah. yeah. His new haircut makes him look like a lot more like a buff or something. Like, I, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, but like aggressive than he actually okay. is. Like the way he yelled after that goal. Yeah. Like if I was in the stadium, I would have shat my pants or something. But anyway. <laughs> so the games in hand are leveling out finally. The Whitecaps are two points behind Real Salt Lake. Minnesota are one point behind Vancouver. Mm-hmm. And then one point behind Minnesota is Houston. Mm-hmm. So it's really tight. tight, yeah. And every game is going to flip that, that little mini table that's the, going on. That's normal MLS behavior yeah. for playoffs. And it's not helpful that this week of all weeks we're playing a really good team. Mm-hmm. But Nick, you, we were talking before we started recording. The hard games are just going to keep coming. Yeah. I mean, looking at their schedule, down the, down the line, you have... New York, you're going to have to play New York Red Bulls. Yeah. You're going to have to play FC Dallas. Who are 
flying high. Yeah, and after a bum year previous year, um, then was, you have to. That was weird, wasn't it? Last yeah. Year? Some well, look at TFC. Yeah, true. Um, and then LA Galaxy, you're also gonna have to play. Zlatan, who's like in on if, form, if, if his current trajectory keeps going, I don't think you can argue with him being MLS MVP. Yeah. I mean, he really helped that team out. He gave yeah. them some identity and gave them some creativity. An ignorant identity, but a fun one nonetheless. <laughs> yeah, SKC coming up as well. Not not a good game against them last time. Um, and then LAFC. Yeah, tricky. So, and these are just the like very difficult games. There's those say. other games that we know somehow the Whitecaps will mess up anyway, even <laughs> if the opposition aren't very good. Um, and then you also have the Canadian Championship on top of that. Yeah. Um, which hopefully will be a morale boost. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I personally like cup, cup play, cup play. Yeah. So I don't mind if they prioritize that versus yeah the league play because at so least, you mean this game in particular against New York then? Yeah, I mean, it would be nice if you could win or mm-hmm. tie. You know, win would be great. Yeah, win would really, I think, win would very much help them in the in the standings. Oh yeah. Um, for sure, but probably going to be a lot of rotation because, I mean, you're traveling across the yeah. continent, uh, and then you have to travel back across the continent. Yeah. So... It's, well, it's midweek games now, right? Yeah. That, that really adds to the fatigue. And some, like, Waston's been at the World Cup. Like, he's been at Russia. And that's probably why he's not playing, you know, to the ability that we know Maybe. that he can. And he also had that injury even, after even, he came Yeah, back. exactly. So, I mean, well, that's so, but the, Well, the Waston thing is answered for us, because he's suspended this game. Yeah. Uh, so we don't have to worry about him yeah. uh, like getting tired. So he'll probably play in in the midweek in, in yeah, the championship. Yeah, sure. Hopefully. Yeah, they might even, like, well, of course, they would leave him here in Vancouver, because they're coming back to play here. Yeah. For the first uh, Canadian championship game is in, in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, but, like, just throw a couple names out there of players that you think would need a rest. Um, Kamara didn't start last well, game. There's definitely got what is it? Three three Canadians need to be yes. in the lineup. Yes. So maybe Tybert won't play this game. So maybe Tybert won't play this game. Yeah. But then we're kind of short in midfield because well, uh, Juarez is still uh, suspended. Much is probably out for a bit with an injury. Mm-hmm. Like we could play Gazal and and Gazal went off injured. Injured. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, oof. So the do we have mid- any midfielders left? Is Norman. Oh, but he could be. Yeah, he won't be one of the Canadians that would play. I don't know. You think Norman will, Norman Junior will start in midweek or start this weekend against New York? That maybe. I mean, if 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 you're going yeah. to take that mentality that this is a game that we're okay yeah. not winning, then yeah. maybe the, giving him a run. It'd be Felipe in the midfield would be the one guy who seems good to go. I guess Norman if Gazal is fit, oof, Mesquita can play that deeper role. That's not a great. That's not Look. a good fit either. No. Ugh. I didn't realize this was a problem until we actually talked it out. Um, okay, with that in mind... I mean, ideally, I really actually like that Gazal-Tybert relationship. Yeah, yeah. That was fantastic. Oh, it was... And Tybert really shouldn't have... Like, he should be playing, because he had something like six interceptions during that game. Yeah. You know, he was covering ground, it's, and then he had like It feels like, like we're 90... shoehorning Felipe in there. Yeah, yeah but I Gazal mean... Gazal was injured for a bit, too, to be fair. Yeah, but then like Felipe and Tybert weren't starting a bunch of games together either. No. Yeah, I, I think I agree with you about the Gazelle Tybert partnership. It's like the most balanced we've seen the well, midfield I, in a long time. It's not. I don't know if you would say it's more defensive in nature than balance. Well, I think it balances the team. Better. It balances the total amount. Yeah, yeah, exactly because it's giving a lot of freedom to the for, wingers to. The wingers to yeah. Push and up. Reina, and, Reina in particular, who yeah. isn't necessarily a fan of tracking back, which is fine because he's playing as a shadow striker. Yeah, he has to get up there to be with, um, be with Kamara, Kamara or Blondell, whoever yeah. is up top. Yeah. So, Kamara didn't start last weekend, mm-hmm. but uh, came on for half an hour. Yeah. And he was in Toronto doing some ads advertising thing, um, and now he's back. Does he start this game? I think yes. I mean, I don't see. I mean, Blondell did an okay job. Yeah. He got an assist. He didn't oh, score. He did? Yeah. Which assist was that? Um, one of, uh, I think it was one of Davies' goals. Okay. But he got a, he definitely got an assist. Yeah. Um, so, he, yeah, he, he, he helped the turnover. Yes, yes. Um, it's all coming back. So, I think, 
Yeah, that's actually also, I mean, that's a, a great question. I, I think, I don't mind seeing Blundell again. Yeah. Um, maybe rest Kamara and save him for the championship. Yeah. Or the next game. Um, I think, I, I don't mind which which way Robbo goes, as long as he commits to it. Like, don't play a half, like, good. don't play a half Don't play a half team. good team yeah. with half bad, you know, B yeah. team. And don't, then... don't go 50-50, go AC-20 yeah. either way, right? Like, because we have to prioritize one or the other. And I think, you know, I agree with you. Let's go for the Canadian Championship. If I was the coach, if I was the ownership, and that's what I would want the team to do. The Waston-Henry partnership in the back has been fantastic. Yeah. Uh, stable, like the first stability we've had since Parker has really left, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but Waston's gone for this game with the yellow card accumulation. I don't, I don't know if that's that necessarily bad of a thing, because he no. hasn't been playing that well. Yeah. And give, give him a little break. It gives him a break. So we, what, uh, Aha and Henry or Mond and Henry? Probably I th- Aha. I think Aha and Henry maybe could work, but... Aha and Mond? But I wouldn't mind Mond and Henry either. Yeah, but Henry could be one of the people you want to have fresh for, for the midweek game. the midweek game. Yeah, so maybe we see Aha and Mond. I but mean, then you run the risk of just being overrun <laughs> in the back, right? Like yeah. Like two players who do, haven't played much recently mm-hmm. just getting battered you know yeah i think it will be henry and aha that's my that's my guess yeah i think that's a reasonable guess <laughs> and then maybe roe and goal or marinovich i see i i could see i don't think marinovich has really done anything to to lose that spot though no no not yet his kicking wasn't great um no in, his distribution the wasn't the best yeah. but fullbacks in this white caps formation that's another interesting... Get get, in, get a lot of running done. Yeah. Right? Nerwinski has been so in form. Like, yeah. I think a l- very underrated on his effect that he's had on the team. Or on the, like, on the attacking style of play, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, just the overlaps are, are really good. You know? Yeah, that... And the cross... I mean, the cross that when he sent into the box. Yeah, yeah. Let, from now on, let's approach the game as if we're going to rotate. Because okay. we're kind of talking about two different scenarios yeah. constantly. If we're rotating, this would be a Franklin game. Then I guess, yes, yeah? which wouldn't be a bad thing. He's experienced, no. so he would know when to go forward. And particularly in this game, when we're kind of under pressure a little bit, maybe it's better that we have someone a bit more defensive. Correct? Yeah, I, I don't mind seeing Sean Franklin come in and playing for this game. Yeah. Then I do think you, that's good. Do you see uh, De Jong starting on left back, or do we get give Levis again? I think De Jong might be saved for the championship because yeah. then they're both Canadian. Canadian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So. yeah. I mean, they're both Canadian. So I mean, yeah. I, I, I mean. I, I could see De Jong being saved for the championship. Mm-hmm. Big question then. Mm-hmm. Davies? Yeah, I mean... He'll be playing midweek in the All-Star game. game. Yeah. I think... I, I saw this on Twitter, so I'm not sure if it's 100% accurate, but apparently uh, Cellini, mm-hmm. um, the Juventus defender, said that yeah, he's yeah, most I looking forward yeah. to playing against Davies. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah. I don't think he will feature that much in this game. Maybe a substitution. Yeah. Maybe as a sub. So we put Breck Shea then on the left wing? Yeah. And or then on the right or Ibini? Could be Ibini. Could actually. be Ibini. Yeah. I, I mean, we're going with our it's, it's, let's play the beat. I think we have, to, we, have to emphasize, yeah, we have to emphasize at this point that we are assuming that Robbo is going to go full rotation. Which is what we would do if we were Robbo, correct? Yeah. 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 So that's our, that's our presumption. If I was playing forward. football manager. Yeah. And... <laughs> <laughs> well, in football manager, they're like just little things on your screen. They can they can play. They can like go through, play with 70% fitness, right? I've been playing a lot of football manager since the baby's been born. Because I hold him on the couch. So you just have one hand free to play football manager. <laughs> it's, it's, it's honestly great. But I'm still playing Football Manager 16. A couple of people have talked to me about why I still do that. I think you do that too, right? Or you're playing? Yeah, I still play 16. Yeah, good. There hasn't been enough improvements, I think. So maybe the next one. We'll see. If they have the CPL in the next one, then mm. let's go for it. <laughs> um, yeah. So we think maybe a Beanie and Shea then, if we're going full yeah. rotation. Yeah. Yeah. The midfield is going to be where the, a mess. Ga- where, yeah, where the game is going to be lost, not yeah. win and lost. <laughs> I mean, I it, see, that's why I was like, why not play, you know, David Norman? But. A young player, do you want to give him that kind of a... It's more of a responsibility kind of a thing. Yeah, right? I mean, but... He he, did. Here at Norman, uh, Mark uh, Morales all game. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, fair enough. But, I mean, at some point you have to test them. Yeah. Otherwise you can't sell them for 20 million. 20 million. <laughs> that, that would be nice, wouldn't it? 
we kind of, as, as we were chatting in the days leading up to the show, we, we kind of stumbled upon a conundrum for, regarding Brexit. Mm-hmm. So everyone who has ever watched him in this season can agree that it would probably be best if we could trade him, right? Yeah, but or, who is going to take him? Yes. Who but but who would take him if you aren't playing him is like a kind of the escalation of that, right? If you let him so how, sit on the well, bench, yeah. how is he ever going to attract interest to yeah. move? I know, but then the problem is there... The problem, I guess, with this is he started off good. This season. this season, right? He had yeah. three goals yeah, early yeah, on. Yeah. And then Davies came on the scene and absolutely crushed. Yeah, but that's, that's being kind to Brekshay. Brekshay dropped off more than Davies... Improved? No, that's not fair. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure Davies just came in and... But Brekshay has... Remember, okay, has better Nick, defensive work. You remember the bachelor party when we were at the Whitecaps game and the miss that Brekshay did right yeah. in front of us? Like... That's been pretty much how his season has gone. Those three goals were great. I, like I thought he would have a great season, but he's dropped off so much. Um, mm-hmm. His confidence just seems shot too. Yeah, well, he's got. I mean, where else has he been? He's also been played at left, left back. back. Yeah, he play, like they Robbo and... subs him in as a left back when they need a goal. Yeah, like because he's a little bit more attacking than De Jong, but his defensive he's, work is he's... not great. But De Jong has good delivery. I mean, yeah. Brexit's yeah. delivery. It, is but not... it's also like getting fresh legs and things like that, and like. But yeah. uh, I agree with you. But like, what are you going to do? Not play him and just let let him see out his contract? Well, how long is his contract left? Even I know he's on like seventy k, seven hundred thousand k plus a year. That feels bad. <laughs> yes, it should feel bad, yeah. right? And he scored three goals for you. Yeah, we did trade. Who? But Charles that's Barnes. that's that's the problem, right? Is his contract is so massive? Yeah, I'm pretty sure his contract is bigger than. Giles Barnes's contract when we traded him. I think they they were both bad news. Like they they were both contract dumps by um, other teams. By other teams. Yeah. yeah, and I mean that's I mean props to his agent. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For getting him that contract. I'm, I'm, I'm reading that book, uh, Soccernomics. Soccernomics. And it's yeah. talk about like the role of agents, and yeah. that's exactly why you have an agent, right? Yeah. Um, to you know get you the you best deal you possibly can, which you know but some would say he cap- doesn't. He doesn't deserve. Yeah, I mean, like, all, like a lot of people would say he doesn't deserve it. Yeah. I mean, counts as a DP. He Garber might. He, he might be officially listed as a DP. I think Kamara is bought down with, with Gamtam and Spam and all that stuff. He's not a. He's not but a DP who, quality who, player. Okay, well, if you were going to trade him, yeah, who, what, which team would you go and try to trade him to? Um. So my idea is. And this happens more in other, you know, salary cap leagues, mm-hmm. um, particularly in hockey, probably because I only that's what I see more often than not. But like, uh, you would trade, you would basically lose a trade on purpose in order to Get dump dump your sal dump the salary on another okay. team, right? Um, but then there's the whole MLS salary. But then salary you have rules. to think about which teams a have the cap space to do that. Yeah. Well, and, now, now with Gam and, and Tam and all are, that stuff, are willing to take a chance on him. They would have to be like a team like Colorado or something who yeah, but have nothing Colorado to lose. already made a trade. They yeah, got Kellen Acosta. Which yeah. if you had a choice between, did you see his goal? Yeah. Oh that was my a nice god. Goal. Yeah. Yeah, that was fantastic. I mean, if I had a choice between choosing Breck Shea or Kellen Acosta, I'm gonna choose Kellen Acosta. Right. Like, <laughs> especially now at this point in time. I don't understand why. Kellen Acosta like would let that happen, kind of. I guess it's he doesn't really because have he a say. Because well, because he got knocked down because their other homegrown players mm-hmm. want beat him out for his spot, I guess and so. so he wasn't getting enough playing time. Yeah. Well, his so, first game certainly showed that he still he has still it. Still has it in him, yeah, for sure. But yeah, I don't think there's any team out there. It, MLS has a lot of wingers, like serviceable yep. wingers. Yeah, and Breck Shea is. Very low on that list. Very low on that list. Yeah. And considering his contract, you know, I think it's just going to... I I hope it's not a case of he's just, you know, going to have to wait it out or anything like that. Well, it's it's just unfortunate that there's two kind of issues here. There's the Breck-Shea contract, not good, like we just talked about. But also there's the issue that the Caps can't bring anyone in unless they they clear Caps. So those two issues are now, you know, joint at the hip. Yeah. So... It's move Breck Shea so we can bring in another player. 
which we need. You know, we need some some kind of something fresh, right? We won't even get into the whole Ibini thing. Like that, like that didn't work, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's a but couple Ibini, of other players. Ibini might be, you know, become like a Flores thing where they got loaned out. Yeah. And then eventually they just kind of s- slip off the roster. <laughs> but the the only place that Ibini could go realistically was is back to Australia, right? Yeah. Like loan him to an A League team. Yeah. And after the season and a half he's had with the Whitecaps, why would an A-League team take him unless it was a really good deal? In mm-hmm. which case, the Whitecaps would still be paying... Money for him. Yeah. But it, then it wouldn't be money counted towards the salary cap. salary cap. Yeah. Whatever so. happens, there needs to be some maneuvering. And it's just it adds to frustration that we just received 16 million euros. So it's 22 million, potentially, yeah. Canadian. And we can't do much with it in terms of transfers until we... Remove yeah. some... Yeah, but then... But who else would you consider trading that that you see then then we're talking about assets right and mm-hmm. when you trade assets for assets like we don't have anyone who's on big enough money in my mind anyway that it would be worth moving them like to make space you know what i mean like someone like jake Nowinski isn't on a lot of money but his yeah, potential is his, so much more than Breck yeah, Shane, I know. Right? like that's where the economics doesn't really make sense you know yeah, like there's yeah. these there's these um discontinuities in the in the like the trade the way that the value works right yeah Felipe would be an example of someone yeah. you could try and move yeah but, I would say that but Robbo's clearly one. a fan of Felipe and Tybert's not on enough money to like he would, he would yeah attract, you want to move. he would attract some interest he would then, definitely attract interest then there's players that like are almost at the you know franchise level like Waston right yeah um I would almost put Kamara in there just based on the marketability Ability. of the player. Well, also how they fit the system and yeah. what you're trying like to if do. Like, we, if, we, if we move Kamara, then what's the point anymore, right? We play this style, and he is the manifestation of that, that style. style. Yeah. So it's a tricky, and the thing that makes me unhappy is just how it's been allowed to get this bad, right? Um, but again... There are it, people who are paid, it's, there are people whose jobs it is to make sure that it doesn't. this doesn't happen. Yeah. And that hasn't been done properly. It's a hard sell. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's hard to get rid of you know, this caliber talent on that particular contract. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the way it works. I guess. The the best they could have hoped for is they move him as early as possible in the season when he was scoring goals. Yeah. Really? But he, he was still kind of one of Robbo's like guys, guys, right? Yeah. Um, maybe not so much anymore, but mm-hmm. there was definitely that sense early in the season and early in the season, I wouldn't want to move him. I was defending Brex today early in the season. Mm-hmm. But he, it's kind of gone past a little bit. On the Whitecaps fan loss of faith chart, it's Juarez and Shea right at the bottom. Right? Yeah, I mean, there's another guy that maybe you would But him, him you can give a little bit more benefit of the doubt to, right? Now that it's cooled off a little bit. Mm, listeners, like, Nick, Nick just gave me a look. <laughs> I just had to translate that to audio. But yeah, like, I, I know his behavior hasn't been good, but I think it's too early to like ship him out or anything, right? Um, mm. At least keep him on the bench for a bit. Mm. Like, he has pedigree. Mm-hmm. Um, like Breck Shea hasn't, you know, set a league on fire since early on in his Orla- Orlando mm-hmm. career. Well, in in Dallas, even you could say going back yeah. that far. Well, he was in he was in the Premier League for a bit. Yeah, he was Stokes' left winger for a while. Yeah, I mean, so obviously there's some quality there. Yeah, I mean, maybe it just needs a a different. Oh. We bring in Tony Pulis, who unlocks his potential. <laughs> Full bring circle. Bring back around. Full circle. All right. All right. Um, anything else we should bear in mind with this New York City FC game? We've kind of we've kind of agreed that there will be rotation, so it's kind of hard to discuss anything beyond, um, you know, personnel. But style-wise, we probably just park the bus and park the bus. Set pieces. Set yeah. Park the bus. Set pieces. Hit them on the counter. Yeah. And. Hopefully, smash and grab something. Yep, that'd be nice. That's that's what my expectations for this game are. I would agree. A tie, really good. Uh, I a think, win. I think the Caps. Oh, I think the Caps amazing. will lose two zero. <laughs> that's what <laughs> I think was going to happen. But you know, if they win the midweek game, then I don't. I don't care. Yeah, I would agree with that yeah. assessment as well. Good. We we actually might record after that midweek game or something like that for for the for the Portland game okay. next week. We'll see. Prediction game. I have not totted up scores because I have You're been jabroni. busy with the baby. Um, but we'll do that but next week. But you said you were playing football manager. That's you, very true. <laughs> so why can't you take time to tell him the scores? <laughs> oh, 
I've, I have so many excuses in my mind, but I can't think of anything. Um, I think I'm three points ahead of you before last week, or three points ahead of Gideon before last week, something like that. But we'll, uh, we'll I'll add them up next week. I promise. Okay. Let's get your predictions for this week. Okay. Um, Try and guess who's going to play for the Whitecaps. That could be, that could be yeah. one of your predictions. Well, here I'm gonna I'm gonna throw some stuff out. I think Davies will will have. I think Davies will come on. Okay. And I think then he will have six successful dribbles. Okay. I think that we we talked about sweat. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he'll have a passing accuracy of eighty five percent. Okay. Right now his passing accuracy is eighty four, so okay. that's pretty good. So we'll see if the averages. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Stay, and then I think um, I'm gonna go with Reyna gets another assist. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with uh, Sean Johnson, who we haven't mentioned oh, too much. Oh, excellent keeper. Fantastic keeper. Um, he's going to have six saves. I think uh, Jose Aja will get a yellow card. Oh, I did get Waston yellow card and Reyna goal or something last week. Uh, anyway, um, and I think... Was that two predictions I made? Yeah. And I think um, uh, Eric Hurtado will feature at some point. Ooh. Yeah. He has one goal in the season, so... <laughs> Let's Maybe see if he, he can, can get double that smashing because his... he's been part of a number of smashing grabs. Oh god, yeah, the Kansas so, one, the famous yeah. Kansas smashing grab. That was um, a great one. The one, a couple of games against Columbus. Yeah, against Columbus. Did he scored against Portland too. That was at home when he roofed it yeah. that time. That was really good. Okay, uh, Nick, where can people hurl their abuse at you um, online? At Space Age Robot Fifty Six, and you can find me at Joe DC Van. Um, thanks for your questions, people who got in touch. We sometimes remember to tweet. To ask for questions, sometimes we don't. Depends on how deep in football manager and babying exactly. Joe. Is. Yes. Yeah. Hey, football manager is a great, great thing. Um, it's like knows? your second child. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> but there's eleven players, so I thirteen or twelve children <laughs> already. Yeah. Um, we will probably. Re- who knows what the mood will be next time? We could have two losses under our belt mm-hmm. next time we record, or we could have two, two wins. wins. Mm-hmm. The Optimist Union will be yeah. will be very proud of us. <laughs> Great. Uh, Thank you for listening to the AFTM podcast and enjoy the game.